We often set artificial limitations on ourselves when it comes to the skills and abilities that we believe we can develop in life. So for example, deep down, we may believe that we will never be good at creative writing or public speaking or other valuable life skills. And often we reach these conclusions based on one or two failed attempts that didn't go as planned or ended in a negative experience or even an embarrassing experience. Now, Mindset by Carol S. Dweck is about unlocking our full potential by maintaining a growth mindset. So rather than believing that our skills and our abilities are fixed, this mindset is about recognizing that we can improve our skills and develop over time. So by switching from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, we can unlock new options for both ourselves and for other people around us through coaching or parenting or even mentorship. So with that in mind, let's explore my three favorite insights from the book, beginning with insight number one, comparing the fixed mindset to a growth mindset. The way that we think about our skills and our abilities in life can have a significant impact on the way that we learn and grow over time. So let's quickly define the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset as explained by author Carol S. Dweck. Now, a fixed mindset leads people to believe that their natural strengths and their natural weaknesses are set in stone. They have certain skills, they have certain abilities, they have a set level of intelligence, and that there's little that they can do to alter these things. And as a result, they tend to focus on areas where they are already strong. They focus on skills or abilities that come easy, and they tend to avoid areas that present challenge or difficulty. So as mentioned, earlier, this can lead people to give up on entire areas like writing or public speaking or math or science or art or all kinds of things simply because they had a poor initial experience. And so again, they tend to focus their time and effort on areas where they already feel they have a natural ability. And when they encounter difficulty or when they encounter challenge, they tend to view this as an indication that they lack the natural ability to be successful in that area. And so rather than investing more time or more energy, they simply move on and focus on areas where they do believe they have a natural ability. Now, when it comes to a growth mindset, this view of life also starts with the basic premise that we do have strengths, we do have weaknesses, but people with a growth mindset tend to view this as merely the starting point in life. They don't allow it to define them. They don't focus in on their natural skills and their natural weaknesses. Instead, they focus on what it is that they want to be able to accomplish in life, and they understand and appreciate that they can put in the time and effort required to learn and to grow and to develop further. So they shift their focus away from the starting point and towards the end result that they're seeking to achieve. And naturally, these people still face difficulties. They still face challenges in life. It's not like things are just easier across the board, but when they encounter difficulty, they view that as a challenge to be overcome. They don't see it as a limiting factor or some indication that they lack the ability to pursue that skill or to pursue whatever it is that they're trying to develop. Instead, they see it as simply an indication that they're going to have to put in more effort, that they're gonna to have to try alternative strategies, invest further effort, 
and likely seek feedback from others to overcome difficulties. Now, when contrasting a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, I think it's very worthwhile to consider the famous quote by Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And so both of these mindsets tend to be very self-fulfilling in that If you have a fixed mindset and if you believe that your skills are limited based on your natural strengths and your natural weaknesses, well, in all likelihood, when you encounter a difficult situation, you're not going to put in the time and effort required to improve. And as a result, you won't see improvement. And likewise, if you have a growth mindset and if you truly believe you can improve when facing difficulty, well, naturally, you're going to put in the time and effort required to improve, and then you are going to see results. Now, it's very important to recognize the fact that everyone has both a fixed mindset and a growth mindset when it comes to different areas or different situations in their life. It's not as if we just have a fixed mindset or just have a growth mindset. We have a bit of both. And so, for example, areas in which you have found success and you've seen progress where you've been able to learn and grow over time, in all likelihood, when you're within that context, you do have a growth mindset. And likewise, there will almost certainly be areas in life in which you have a fixed mindset and that you believe you don't have the natural abilities or the natural strengths required to be successful in that area. So it's perfectly natural to have both a growth mindset and a fixed mindset, but naturally, the ideal situation is to develop and maintain a growth mindset in as many areas as possible. So with that in mind, let's continue on to insight number two, how to develop and strengthen a growth mindset. At its core, a growth mindset is simply the recognition that we can learn and that we can improve over time. So one of the very best ways to switch from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset is to consider situations from our past where we've taken on a difficult challenge and succeeded. So we wanna think about situations where we took on something that was very difficult or very challenging and eventually that skill or that ability became very easy or even automatic. Now, naturally, none of us are born with the ability to ride a bike, read or write, understand basic math, play popular sports, or even speak a complex language. And yet, almost everyone has mastered the majority of these skills fairly early on in life, and in all likelihood, has also taken on many other skills of a similar difficulty. So simply recognizing this fact is one of the most powerful ways to move from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, to understand that we can take on difficult challenges, that we have succeeded in the past when it comes to taking on difficult challenges. And so when we find ourselves in a moment where we feel that a certain area or a certain skill or ability is off limits, we can consider the fact that these kinds of skills, whether it's riding a bike or reading and writing or even speaking a language, were once difficult and are now easy, that can enable us to pursue new and challenging situations with more confidence. Now, naturally, some people will take on new skills and new abilities faster than others. And again, it's perfectly reasonable to expect that some people are going to have strengths and some people are gonna have weaknesses when it pertains to certain areas or certain situations. However, again, a growth mindset is the recognition that whether you start out with something being easy or something being difficult, if it's important to you, then you absolutely can take on that new skill. That's the focus here. We wanna shift 
shift our focus away from our starting point and towards the end result that we're hoping to achieve. And by doing so, we can put in the time, effort, and energy required to become successful when it comes to that skill or that ability. Now, it's also helpful to recognize that just because someone is learning something faster than us doesn't necessarily mean that is a result of natural ability. In some cases, they may have better learning strategies, they might be spending more time practicing, or they may have other relevant experience that is coming into play. And by recognizing the potential for other factors beyond natural ability, well, of course, we too can identify these factors and capitalize on them to accelerate our own learning. Parents, teachers, and coaches can support growth-minded thinking in children by embodying a growth mindset in their everyday lives. And here are a few examples from the book on how you can accomplish that. Number one, rather than labeling people with fixed traits, focus on praising effort and persistence. So for example, instead of telling someone you're smart when they accomplish a goal or milestone, you could instead say you put in the practice and it shows. Number two, rather than treating setbacks as a form of failure, treat them as opportunities for further growth. So for example, when you're mentoring a child and they put in significant effort but weren't able to achieve the final result, you can say, I like the effort you put in, but it looks like that method didn't work. Let's try another way. Number three, rather than focusing on memorizing facts, make it clear that deep understanding is the goal. When we genuinely care on a personal level about deeply understanding something, naturally we fall into more of a growth mindset because when we don't obsess about facts, figures, and processes, but instead focus on truly understanding the subject or the skill or the ability, we're far more likely to experience personal growth, and as a result, we're more likely to avoid a fixed mindset and understand that we can learn and we can grow over time. It's also helpful to remind others that their innate ability is only the starting point in life and that the most critical factor at play when it comes to personal growth and development is the time and effort that we invest in learning and developing new skills. Let's continue on to insight number three. Avoid the trap of a false growth mindset. There are a few common misconceptions regarding the growth mindset and its many implications in life. And as a result, this causes many readers to incorrectly apply the insights and ideas from this book. So let's quickly cover three common mistakes as addressed by author Carol S. Dweck. Mistake number one, believing that a growth mindset is only about celebrating effort or praising effort in others. While it is important to praise effort rather than labeling people with fixed traits by saying things like, you're smart, it's also critical that praising effort ties back to the achievement of a specific goal. So we don't simply want to praise effort that isn't resulting in an outcome. Rather, we want to wait for an outcome to be achieved. And then at that point, instead of praising fixed traits, we want to praise the effort or the process that led to that outcome. Now, the mistake that many people make when parenting or coaching or mentoring others is they simply praise any and all effort. And in some cases, they praise effort that didn't even take place as some sort of an attempt to encourage people to put in an effort. And so 
Focusing too much on praising effort is a mistake. We want to make sure at the end of the day that whoever it is that we're mentoring achieves an outcome, that we support the achievement of that outcome and do whatever is possible to help them find a method that works. And then after that outcome has been achieved, at that point, We want to praise effort. We want to highlight the process that they went through in order to achieve that outcome as opposed to labeling them with some fixed trait by saying something like, you're smart. So we do want to praise process. We do want to praise effort, but only by linking it to a specific achievement or outcome that actually occurred. Mistake number two. Some believe that a growth mindset is just about telling others that they can do anything. Well, of course, it's great to believe in the potential of other people. This alone is not what constitutes a growth mindset. Again, as mentioned in the previous item, it's very important that we remain focused on supporting real achievement and real accomplishments. A true growth mindset, especially when it comes to supporting other people, is really based on ensuring that they know they can succeed and that we support and help them actually succeed in the real world. So simply telling them, you can do anything or you can accomplish anything or even as mentioned in the last item to focus on process that isn't enough at the end of the day we need to be there to help them try alternative strategies to find a method that works for them and to ultimately succeed in actually accomplishing the end result so it's one thing to tell people you can accomplish anything it's another thing altogether to help ensure that they find the method that works for them and that they truly achieve that final result mistake number three people take what they like about themselves and label it a growth mindset for example someone might consider themselves very open-minded or very flexible and they might misunderstand the definition of a growth mindset and consider those things one and the same. Now, there's nothing wrong, of course, with being open-minded or being flexible in everyday life, but when we cloud the definition of a true growth mindset, we can miss out on the many benefits and implications around maintaining a growth mindset as explained in the book and avoiding, of course, a fixed mindset and all the downsides of that particular way of thinking. So it's very important that we don't just consider every positive trait to be some kind of a growth mindset. We need to have a clear definition of what it means to actually have a growth mindset and be ready and willing to put in the work and the effort required to take on difficult challenges and to learn and grow. I want to close with one final misunderstanding that was mentioned elsewhere in the book. Some people have the belief that maintaining a growth mindset is somehow an obligation to take on every difficulty and every challenge that comes their way. And this is not the case at all. Having a growth mindset simply means that you recognize that if you want to learn a new skill or ability, then you can, and you're no longer held back by having a fixed mindset where you might believe that certain skills and certain abilities are somehow off limits just because you don't necessarily have a natural ability in that area. So by maintaining a growth mindset, you really just have more options and more opportunities in life. And it's ultimately up to you how you want to spend your time and energy. But anyway, those are three of my favorite insights from Mindset by Carol S. Dweck. If you have any questions or comments about anything that we covered here, let me know down in the comment section and be sure to subscribe and visit rickkettner.com. That's where you can go to discover the very best books for entrepreneurs. 